Twins, Ghostbusters 2, and Kindergarten Cop. So there is an actress who is in all three of these movies. In the movie Twins, she played Granger's granddaughter. Julius jogs over to one of his father's houses, and there's a couple kids out in the front lawn hanging out. That That is her debut. Then in Ghostbusters 2, there's a scene where there's a little girl playing with a puppy, and he says, okay, now take the puppy away. Yeah. The little girl that was in Twins is also the little girl that is playing with that puppy. And then we go to Kindergarten Cop, and he's knocking on the window, and she hands her class over to a girl named Catherine. Well, Max, the girl that plays all three of these roles, she is the daughter of Ivan Reitman. That's cool. Do you know what else she's in? No, she is Maureen Ponderosa. Shut (laughs) up. That's always sunny. With the snaggle tooth? Or the dead tooth? (laughs) Dead tooth. And turns herself into a cat. Yeah. And goes on the stand. She's like, you believe you cannot refer to yourself as Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Prepare to be stuffed in our DeLorean and taken on a trip through the best decade of film ever. Hey, Mo, we better back up. We don't have enough road to get up to 88. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. So if you love Caddyshack, The Goonies, Aliens, Weird Science, Spies Like Us, The Great Outdoors, Empire Strikes Back, The Great Muppet Caper, Pretty in Pink, Predator, Rocky IV, Roadhouse, Say Anything, Real Genius, Short Circuit, Some Kind of Wonderful, Beverly Hills Cop, Akira, Tango and Cash, The Breakfast Club, and They Live, just to name a few, then sit back, relax, and get ready to be entertained. Because we came here to chew bubblegum and podcast about 80s movies, and we're all out of bubblegum. If you haven't already, subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. It's a moral imperative! You can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Buzz in the Tower. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, The Tower. Also, check out our website, buzzinthetower.com, and grab some officially licensed gear. It's so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend picking some up. Now, if you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. Head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash buzzinthetower. With memberships as low as $3 a month, you can have access to tons of extra content, and a portion of all proceeds go directly to Save Ferris. Dakoshane, darling, Dakoshane. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Sonic Loans. You could find them at sonicloans.com. Max, you can feel as my podcasting twin when something's wrong with me, right? Yes. So, well, well, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so you know right now that I feel the need for a good loan. $4 million or $5 million? Calm down right now. Sonic Loans <laughs> is the premier one-stop shop. If you're in the market for a new mortgage or you got to refinance, Charlie and his team of experts are going to make sure that you don't get a bad PMI. That's mortgage interest for those that don't speak the lingo. They're also going to make sure that you're not hating the process. Getting a mortgage can be stressful, especially in today's market. Spring is almost here. It's sunny out. Yeah, get some money. Money, money, money. (laughs) Reach out to Charlie and his team right away. Get into the best loan you've ever had and tell them that Buzz in the Tower sent you. NMLS number 1955855. Not available in all states. Not a commitment to lend. Additional requirements apply. Visit sonicloans.com or call 313-488-4888 for more information. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Bolton Legal Group. You can find them at boltonlegalgroup.com. 
For a free consultation, call 248-595-0001. In, in the world of artificial insemination, you're going to want to go to Bolton. This is a light movie. Very light. Yeah. There's a little bit of murder Do and kill at the end. And dancing. Twins is a great movie, but you know what's not a great movie? The legal system. And that's why you've got to have the right attorneys. Go to Bolton Legal Group. You get the best possible care that you could ask for. They're going to walk you through the legal process. If you have $12,000 in unpaid parking tickets, they're going to make sure you don't get arrested on your birthday. Good good ad, Max. <laughs> reach, out to Bolton, it say? reach out to Bolton Legal Group immediately. Tell them that Buzz in the Tower sent you. They are the best out there. They're aggressive. They're efficient. Bird law. Paternity test law, twin test law, island law, island law, island law, man, <laughs> no. people, island boy. <laughs> no. no, not that. Call them today and get your legal needs taken care of by the best that are out there. Today's episode, Twins. From 1982 to 1988, Arnold Schwarzenegger dominated the action film genre. No disrespect to the Johns, Rambo and McLean, but when you are the muscle behind the Terminator, Conan the Barbarian and Destroyer, Commando, Predator and the Running Man, you get to own the title of 80s action hero. And yet with all that success, the Governor wanted more. With the help of Ivan Reitman and Danny DeVito, he audaciously pushed his way into comedy. Much like everything Arnie has ever touched, this too turned to gold. Comedy gold. Today on Buzz in the Tower, we're going to talk about the movie that showed the world just how funny Arnold Schwarzenegger could be. The 1988 blockbuster, Twins. I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me as always, the Vincent to my Julius Benedict, Max Sanders. And with that, yakadiak, don't talk back! You have no respect for logic. Take out the papers <laughs> and the trash! <laughs> or you don't get no spending cash! How many times are you going to say this? Tell me that you made me some cookies. <laughs> Did, I made you some cookies. Oh, so thank you. I'm going to go toss them. <laughs> I'm looking forward to I toss hope you them. have room in your stomach because I'm going to snap your spine and jam it down your throat. You just want to be Arnold, don't you? Every waking moment of my life. Is he your avatar? Is he like if you could transfer your life into one other person? Keanu Reeves. Really? Okay, yeah, good. That's I, a good one. Or John Cusack. John what? Cusack? Yeah. Why John Cusack? I just love how chill and cool he is and... He's not. He's neurotic. No, no. He's cool neurotic. He's cool. That's, he's karotic. Yeah. I don't want that. I'm already there. Or he's cool. <laughs> or I'm half of that. I have a couple things to go over, Max, before we start the podcast. First and foremost, well, you don't get no spending cash. <laughs> Max, I want to start today's episode off with airing a grievance. On our Instagram page, there's a guy who goes by Sean S-H-A-U-N. No way you bring under, this under, up. Under, underscore 2028. Yeah. I want to read you what Okay. This was after our uh, Robocop podcast came out. He said, the insults to the co-host is played out. It's cringe. I couldn't get through the first 10 minutes of the podcast. It's just bad jokes on top of bad jokes, then busting balls for zero reason. Well, he's not going to get through this one then. I replied, totes, <laughs> exclamation mark. You got to agree. When you get a complaint, you start with an agreement. You love this. And then I wrote, totally unrelated. Your name isn't Sax Manders by any chance, is it? It's so not my burner. I have a question. Yeah. I, I just want to... Before I release the hounds on old Sean, I just want to know, did Lloyd Sanders or your fiance Selena create a burner account? And no, my, da my dad got super excited. He texted me yesterday. He goes, Mo loves me. Yeah. Because <laughs> you right, said good. that on the I last episode. Yeah. All right. So now I can move on to phase two of the reconciliation. Sean is not. <laughs> Here's the thing, Sean. The Sean Shank redemption. Yeah. I want to be very <laughs> clear about this. What you said really hurt my feelings a lot. 
I haven't slept in a couple weeks and I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit heartbroken and I would ask, I would ask that you please give this week's episode more than 10 minutes. I am going to take your criticism as constructive criticism. I don't want to be cringe. That's what the kids say nowadays. Cringe. Cap. I don't want to do that. No cap. Is it? Wait, what's cap mean? I don't even know. But I'm going to go out of my I'm legit. <laughs> I am legitimately committed to like not insulting my co-host because of this one person. It's going to be a remark. five minute podcast. Nope. nope. I'm, I don't care what you say. You say that I'm every episode. And then- I know. But that was before Sean hopped yeah. in and made me question everything. So, Sean, thank you for the feedback. And I respect your opinion. I think more burner accounts. If, and if you could give me your name and address, we'd love to send you <laughs> some officially uh, licensed merchandise from our website. He's done this before. He's Buzz like, he's like how com. can I get in contact with this specific no, it's person? It's going to be fine. It's going to be just fine. That one person, God, who was it that like wrote something know. scathing? Something I got angry. I got very mad. Yeah, because we got we have a four <laughs> point. Talk about it, please. We have a four point nine on Apple Podcasts, and there's one guy who gave us like a zero. That's right. And you're like, can we find him? Well, one day we will, Max. <laughs> one day we will. That's twenty five hundred five stars. A dream is a wish. Your what? heart. What's makes. that? Is that Beauty and the Beast? No. Your daughter was just uh, in that. She was. She did an awesome job. She really did. I'm super proud of her. Yeah, Max. Welcome to the show. If you have not yet. And you're listening for the first time. First, if you're Sean, please stay a little bit longer. For everybody else, I won't mention that a hundred times today. Yakety yak! Don't talk back. Uh, If uh, it's your first time listening to the show, please subscribe. You can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any pod podapadu, any pod podcast player that you like. You can subscribe. You can leave a review. Can I ask you a question? Absolutely. Why do you say that? Because they're listening on something, right? Who knows? They could be listening on our website. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Okay. That's fair, okay. Fair. But that was a really good question, and I respect and appreciate you hopping in to provide it, Max. Good, that actually good was thought. a decent question, right? Got good yeah. thought. Yeah. Just want to give you positive reinforcement. He beats me when w- we turn w- off the mics. WWSD. Rick and Morty. What would Sean do? Nope. 100 years. What would Sean do? That's what I ask myself. <laughs> good old Sean. He's got a Unish name. That's so arrogant, the yeah. Sean. I, Let's it should not, be S E A. Let's not say that. We don't know. He could be a nice guy. No, We're going to find jerk. out. No, he's a good dude. Oh, he defended me. No, he called us cringe. Uh, it's all right. Cringe is fine. Do we have bad jokes? I, I, think, I think. My jokes are terrible. I think your jokes are great. And I think you're doing a wonderful job. And I'm just yeah. happy to be here with you. So if you could give us that review, that would be great. In addition to that, if you're looking for more content, check us out on all social media platforms at Buzz in the Tower, B U Z Z N, the Tower. You can also go to our website, buzzinthetower.com. If you're wanting to step up a notch, Go to patreon.com slash buzz in the tower where you can for a very low entry fee of $3 a month, find out all kinds of behind the scenes. You can find out my, uh, my Sean plan. I'll be releasing that, uh, after, Shonky Kong. after I send it to Bolton legal group to yeah. have them review, I'm going <laughs> to provide it to our Patreons. Hey, if you want bad jokes, by the way, went on a blind date once it didn't start out that way, but she brought pepper spray. It's really funny. It's a great joke, Max. Thanks. I'm seeing how far I can push this. No, you're doing a great job. That's yeah. really, you're clever and you bring a lot to the table and I'm just happy to be here with you. So, uh, buzzinthetower.com is our website. You can get officially licensed merchandise there. And that about covers everything up that I need to cover up before we talk about this Cover movie. up. Yeah, it's yeah. cover up. Max, uh, anything you want to add? You're going to see, uh, Book of Mormon, Book of tonight. Mormon tonight. Yeah. Exciting. I'm excited. The lovely Selena was just here a few minutes ago. Yeah, we saw Newfound Glory last week. We're on a concert tour. I'm seeing Blink-182, Paramore, Panic at the Disco. I'm I'm kind of reliving my early 2000s punk emo phase. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Do you like that stuff? No, but no. I like that you like it. Yeah. I like that you're happy. Your happiness brings me happiness. Right, this is going to make for a terrible show. Don't I disagree. Do One person I said disagree. something and you change the whole format. No, it's, it's, it's not the format. The format is two friends who love each other and love 80s movies talking about them. And if that's not coming through to Sean, then I'm going to make sure it does. All right. This is making me very uncomfortable. Would you like to hold my hand? Here, give me your hand. 
we're, we're actually we're, we're actually holding hands. So we're gonna podcast. This is making me really. You're you're squeezing my hand. Am I not are, you afraid, are you afraid that I'm gonna leave? <laughs> Never let go, Jack. Oh my God! Don't There's room me. on the board. You pull me out of the water. He wins with socks. Oh, not man. really. I mean, her character. Yeah. 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 Billy Zane's a cool guy, though. Uh, I have a child. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He has a child. He has a child. Max. <laughs> twins. <laughs> twins. We're talking about twins. Man, what a great movie. It is. So I got emotional I watching lo- this. Did you tear up I, when when he's talking about the family and like that they'll they'll be okay with you even when you've been bad? Yeah. Is this the most charming Arnold is on screen ever? Think about oh, it. Charming, boy, not cool. Char- yeah, no. Um, it's so unexpected. He's so nice and like kindergarten cop. He's more charming in kindergarten cop. You think so? Yeah, because it's a turn. You I know. What I'm saying? It's a it, flip. But but that's why I love the journey. Like he's always in in twins. He's soft and mushy the whole movie. It's so great. I love it. I love it. He I'm gets like, pissed off. I'm not even for the like, first, for the first time, time I'm ever. I'm really mad. <laughs> I'm pissed off. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh there's a lot to talk about when we talk about this movie and i've got some uh moe's mind benders yeah is that what i call them no <laughs> what are they called Mo, moe's mind blowers <laughs> are you sure well because it's based on morty's mind blowers from rick and morty moe's mind blowers you want, you want to do mind benders or what My, whatever i got i got some stuff i got moe's some stuff gonna, mental matriculation it's gonna blow your socks clean off your feet max i got some cool stuff about this movie. i like my socks max twins came out in 1988 yeah and it did. the story is about julius and vincent benedict the benedict brothers they are a result of an experiment that would allow for the perfect child julius was planned and grows to athletic proportions vincent is an accident and is somewhat smaller in stature four foot nine and a half there you go Vincent is placed in an orphanage while Julius is taken to a South Seas island and raised by a philosopher. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Got a lot of questions for you at the end of this. Vincent, Vincent becomes the ultimate lowlife and is about to be killed by loan sharks when Julius <laughs> discovers that he has a brother and begins looking for him. The shorter version of this from IMDb, which is even better, is a physically perfect but innocent man goes in search of his long lost twin brother who is short, a womanizer, and a small time crook. <laughs> So what's this experiment for? They have them for 35 years on an island. It's got to cost millions. Like, what are they hoping to create or what, what's going on? My sense of the movie okay. is that... They don't care? No. They had the twins and, like, because they said we closed this down the day after they were born. So my sense is, like, someone got wind that they were doing, like, Nazi Germany World War II experiments right. with, like, perfect DNA. They shut the whole thing down. So him being raised on that island was not part of the experiment. Oh. It was just, like, he was just raised by that doctor. That's all. Okay. That's, that would be my guess. So that's just the doctor's compound? That's not government stuff? I don't think so. Okay. I didn't get that feeling. No. Makes sense? Yeah, that's a, that's a good enough explanation for me. I like it. So this movie is important for a lot of different reasons. I think before we dive too much into the story, we could go to where we usually go, which is fun facts. There, this movie's got, even just how it got made is incredible to me. The napkin? We're going to talk the napkin? We're going to talk about everything. Okay. And and when you jump ahead like that, I'm not going to get upset because we're all going to get to it at the same time and I love you. Are you going to punch a wall when this I'm is not, we're going to be fine. This, turning mo- red. this movie had a budget of $18 million and made $216 million, Max. <laughs> it had a budget of $15 million. Oh, I have 18, but whatever. Uh, I mean, bottom line? 216614000 million. It made some money. It's crazy. No one expected this. I think that the part that I love the most about this movie is that Schwarzenegger had established himself as the premier action film hero. Can you go through the list I, on the I, top of your head? No, I, look at oh me. Look God, at me. Off the top of my head. Ready? Uh, I'll start you off. It's Conan. Yeah, you got Conan the Barbarian, yep. Conan the Destroyer. Yep. Where I'm going to get screwed up is the little like low rent ones that he was in. No, so you go Terminator next. Yeah, Terminator, Red Sonja. Yep. 
Commando. I think Commando's before, but I think we're good still. Predator. Nope. Rod. Rod. Red De- Heat. Uh, Rod, Rod Deal. Deal. Red Heat. Predator. Predator. This. Then Red Heat. And then the Running Man. No, the Running Man. Running Man's eighty-seven. This. Yeah. yeah Running Either Man's way, it's an insane run. It's the bottom line is is that it's no one has this it's run. Tango and Cash. It's Schwarzenegger, Stallone, and I'll throw I'll throw McLean in there. Right? And it, and it's no sequels. It's everything's original. He's a monster. Yeah. So I think the thing that I love the most about this is Schwarzenegger goes through this tear in the eighties, and this is what is. In- Infectious about his personality. It's never enough. No, it's never enough for, for you, him. You like monster. I know, I know. But this is how I am. Alpha, except, except he actually eating. he really accomplishes things that I don't. I just talk about it. He does all of this, and hey, then you can says, have a side family. I want, you really work I, hard I enough. I want a side family. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He goes through all of this and then says, "But I want comedy too. Yeah. I can be funny. Ha <laughs> <laughs> He is funny. He is hilarious. Yeah. So he he has the nerve. To say, yeah, like, I want to do this. So he, Ivan Reitman, and Danny DeVito are all represented by the same agent. And this is what's called packaging in Hollywood, yep. which is, thank Whoa, God. Oh, well, big shout out. I, I know some words. I know some words. You're packaged? Universal couldn't afford the three of these guys. So in their own right. How could they not afford it? Because Ivan Reitman, well, I this is going to be tricky because it's going to take us over to talking about their histories when we get into the characters and everything. Okay. But here's the quick version. Ivan Reitman and Danny DeVito had incredibly successful careers, too. Yeah, yeah. So they couldn't afford all three of them. So they get together, knowing that this is the case, and they say, I want to get this thing done. So we'll just take a percentage of the gross. Yep. And they barely got paid. Like they barely had a salary for being in this movie. Like SAG minimum kind of things. But because Arnold walked away with 20% of gross, yep. it is, I believe to date, the largest payout that he's ever had on a film. $35 million. That is insane. That, I mean, like what a way to bet on yourself. I know. Because he has unwavering faith in who he is. And, and it's just incredible to me. And they didn't even think it was going to be that good. It wasn't until it got to the screening where like Ivan Reitman came into the screening and like hid in the back and people were dying laughing at this movie. Yeah. And and it is, it is still holds well today. It is really funny. It's perfect. It's, there's nothing dated about it, really. No. You know, I mean, I, the clothing and all, and Kelly Preston's hair, but that's about it. No, for sure. Kelly uh, Preston is not dated. By the way, know. Kelly Preston is gorgeous. So I have an argument that oh, her like it. her like in this it. movie is the most attractive female of the 80s in a film. Tell me God, I'm wrong. I'm, I, I, honestly, honestly, she's up there, I'm, I'm there. I'm there yeah. with you. Everything, she's so sultry. So yeah. naughty. Well, and she's okay having a gun stuck in her side and like going on. <laughs> is that a, something you look for? Well, no, that she's okay for. I love it. She's along for the ride. I always you, wondered that. Hey, hey, hey. This is the second rule in a crisis situation, Max. You move too fast. Yeah. Slow down. You move too fast. Sorry. It's all right. It's Kelly's all right. got me all it's good. It's bazzled. Good. I think one of the facts that's amazing about this movie is at the time that these films are coming out, you have all this packaging and this we we talked about Breakfast Club, how like John Cusack was supposed to be in Breakfast Club and he wasn't in Breakfast Club. So instead he went to 16 Candles and they move all these people around. So in this movie, DeVito and Schwarzenegger had an option to either do this movie or Suburban Commando. Had they done Suburban Commando, Christopher Lloyd and Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan would have done Twins. So I haven't seen Suburban Commando yet. Oh is my it, God. Should I watch it this week? It's amazing. Is it good or is it bad? It's terrible. Okay. It's, it's wonderful, but it's terrible. Okay. It's not even a, it's not even a movie you can put in the same. It's it's a Howard the Duck like movie. Do you think they could have done Twins though? Do you think it would have been like a B plus version? No. I think that this movie, uh, Ebert, I believe, 
said this, and I agree. Did he give it four stars? I, I don't remember. He gave it a very high, high mark, but yep. it is it is one hundred percent the Devito Schwarzenegger chemistry, yeah. and and the fact that they both have this tenderness to them that made this movie. Yeah, and Hogan and Lloyd just don't have that. Got it. Like, there's no way they could have pulled off. Now, I think Devito and Schwarzenegger. I would make the argument you could put them in anything, yeah. but Junior was hot garbage, so I don't know if you could put them in anything. Yeah, it was a bad movie. It was a bad movie. Um, uh, directed by Ivan Reitman too. I know, I know, but uh, Ivan Reitman's allowed to have stinkers. Yeah, this okay. one not the worst thing. By the way, underrated for him, Evolution is one of my favorite movies. You know, you we don't have talked about this. I, I think I've seen that before with David Duchovny. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. No woman, just a giant like woman. A yeah. Whoa, man! This story gets circulated all the time. You mentioned it earlier, the napkin story. So they're on this crushing timeline from Universal to get this thing done, and they essentially sign on a napkin saying, "Devito says I'm in." Schwarzenegger says I'm in. Reitman says I'm in. Devito still has that napkin framed to this day. How that has not made it into one of our collectors' episodes? Like well, how it's how a, amazing it's, would it's it be to a, have that? It's not a prop. From I know the set. We, could, we could break a rule. We break a rule for okay. now. Okay, can we do I a mean, memorabilia one soon? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Why not? Okay. Been good. Whatever you want. Max. All right. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas. What uh, would you want from this from this actual movie? I would want Arnold's Converse's. Yeah, they are pretty cool. Are they cool? How about his sport coat that hangs down to his knees? That elf, what, who dressed him? Because it's perfect. Because you see they, his calves and the they, socks. But they did it on purpose. They wanted him to look like a the, rube. The, this is a classic trope. Yeah. We mentioned this with Beverly Hills Cop. When Axel Foley first gets to Beverly Hills, goes through downtown, right? Yep. Sees all the ridiculousness. The Michael Jackson stuff. The Michael, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing with this movie. Same thing with twins. He gets off the boat. I love how he, he leaves the island. He gets into a rowboat. Reminiscent of twenty com- miles. Reminiscent of Commando. Yeah. It's literally like the same little inflatable boat that he's on Commando. He's churning too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then he gets on a plane where we get the best scene in the entire movie. It is incredible. Take out the papers and the trash. Which, by the way, do you know what that reminds me of too? Is the Golden Child. Remember when Eddie Murphy is on the plane to? Um, it's like Tibet. Is it yeah, t- Tibet? Yeah, probably. And he's like Bungayo. <laughs> It's amazingly funny. Joe, uh, do you know Clint Eastwood was on set that day and he saw Arnold doing that and he said, I had no idea you were that talented. Oh, that's so nice. give him a compliment, like an attaboy. Uh, Clint Eastwood's 200, 300 years old. <laughs> 92, 93. Jesus hey, don't knock it. We're going to be that old someday, God yeah, willing. No, you you for sure will not. Gene Hackman's still just churning along. Uh, by the way, rewatching this, completely forgot that Heather Graham was in this movie. Uncredited. Uncredited, but yeah. she was, uh, when they do show the flashback of the Benedict brothers being born, she plays the young, yeah. uh, the young Benedict mother. She's the milkshake incubator. Yes. They use the word milkshake really inappropriately in this. It brings all the boys to the yard. Yeah. Um, Arnie refers to this movie as the best decision he's ever made in his career. Yeah, I mean, obviously, because it, it opened up his comedic stuff. For he got the the scripts left and right. It, it really made him. It went from being box office like hero to like he could do anything. Additionally, Danny DeVito called him right before he was going to run for governor and tried to talk him out of it so they could get the sequel to Twins called Triplets up and running. Do you know who they wanted? Hold on. Yeah. Easy time. Okay. They initially wanted it to be Triplets and it was going to be Eddie Murphy. Yep. Moving now to today, as as far away as 2020. 2019, yeah. Yeah, they were back on this kick of doing it, except they've replaced Eddie Murphy with Tracy Morgan, which I think is brilliant. Tracy Morgan would be perfect for this over Eddie Murphy. I'd go Eddie Murphy. No way. I'm not a Tracy Morgan fan. I'm not either. For this, he'd be perfect. Okay. I think he'd be perfect for this. Okay. So- did you hear uh, Peter Dinklage and uh, Jason Momoa wanted to remake this? Uh, which I think would be incredible. They'd be great. They'd be absolutely incredible. Yeah. If they're you're, they're you're, 10 years too old now. For our Game of Thrones fans, we're talking about uh, the guy who plays the little Tywin and... Uh, <laughs> little little. It's Tyrion. Whatever, Tyrion. Tywin was his dad. Yeah. Tyrion, sorry. The guy who plays... Everyone knows who Jason Momoa is. Uh, he's uh, Aquaman. He's Aquaman. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just making sure. Okay. Right all right, all right. I think that would have been incredible. Is it too early to give you one of Moe's mind... No, I mind, love it. Mind blowers? Mind alterers. No, but it's 
Moe's Mind Blowers. Is that Rick and Morty was Mind yeah. Blowers? Yeah, it was. Are you ready for one of Moe's Mind Blowers? Do it. Yep. Are you sure you're ready to have your mind blown? Ivan Reitman, you are aware of who that is, correct? Yeah. So Ivan Reitman is responsible God, for a, a lot of movies, uh, but three in particular that I'm going to name for you right now. Twins, Ghostbusters 2, and Kindergarten Cop. You've seen all those movies? Yeah. Good movies, right? So there is an actress who was in all three of these movies. In the movie Twins, she played Granger's granddaughter. So you remember when uh, Julius jogs over to one of his father's houses and there's a couple kids out in the front lawn hanging yeah. out? So that is her, Grandpa, who is that? That is her debut. That actress, that is her debut. Then in Ghostbusters 2, we just talked about this the other week, Egon is doing his experiments on people's behavior and he turns up the temperature in the room with the couple that thinks they're- so like puppies her, too? There's yeah. a scene where there's a little girl playing with a puppy yep. and he says, okay, now take the puppy away. Yeah. The little girl that was in Twins is also the little girl that is playing with that puppy. And then we go to Kindergarten Cop when uh, Detective John Kimball is in the classroom for the first time ever. And he's overwhelmed. So he goes across the hall where he eventually meets his love interest, who's a second or third grade teacher. And yeah, she's sweet. And he's knocking on the window and she hands her class over to a girl named Catherine. Says, Catherine, can you take over for me, please? Well, Max, the girl that plays all three of these roles, Max, her name actually is Catherine. And you know who else she is? Who? She is the daughter of Ivan Reitman, Catherine Reitman. Oh, that's do, cool. Do you know what else she's in? No, she she's is Maure- Maureen Ponderosa. Shut <laughs> up. That's always sunny. With the snaggle tooth? Or the dead tooth? <laughs> dead tooth. And turns herself into a cat. Yeah. And goes on the stand. <laughs> and she's, she's like, well, you, you cannot refer to yourself as a cat. That's Maureen Ponderosa is Catherine Reitman, who also is in all those movies. And I have to tell you something. She's been showing up in a ton of like shows recently. She's absolutely hilarious. Really cool. She's in some like, it's called like Working Moms. I think yeah, I called yeah, an episode yeah. of that. She's yeah. so funny. So cool. that's my first Moe's mind. You love when things connect to Always Sunny. I really do. And I mean, DeVito too. Always Sunny in Philadelphia rears its head all the time. Yeah. Interestingly enough on Connections, and I didn't know this. So Pulp Fiction, great movie. Yep. Pulp Fiction was produced by Danny DeVito, his his production house. Do you know who the two characters are in Pulp Fiction? Vincent and Jules. Named after Vincent and Julius. Is it really? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I heard it might have been a coincidence. No, I I refuse to accept that. I have them tattooed on me. Vincent and Julius? Yeah. From Pulp Pulp Fiction. Fiction. Okay. The Lego versions of them. Did you get twins tattooed on No, that'd be cool too. That'd be really cool. That's a good 80s one. I'm getting the Predator one one, uh, next week. That's right. I did know that. Yeah. All right. I have one more mind blower, but I'll wait. I want to get that one out of the way. Okay. You got two. To you, my friend. What do you got? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that Arnold trained with Milton Berle to prepare for this. Comedic timing. Yeah, that's really cool. I bet he did it like he does his weight training, like super intense, like five sets of jokes, you know. I bet I get one more laugh. Push yourself to get the laugh. He is so charming and funny in this movie. Yeah. He's just adorable. Yeah. And I like that he dyed his hair blonde. He's never done that before. Yeah. Or after. He looks... Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I think about it for a Uh, second. Kimball's a little blonde in the beginning. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. John Kimball? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. God, just... I think this is my favorite Arnold role. But original title of this movie was The Experiment. Couldn't go with that name, could you, Max? No, because no. of Arnold's Austrian-German background. Yeah, so not yeah. a great idea. No, they moved away from that. But I don't, did you know who the writer is of this movie, the, who's, the idea was randomly pitched in a Hollywood bathroom yeah, after, his, after initial, his initial one was tamed? They didn't give a name. They, so there's three writers. Yep. You've got Will Davis, 
you got William Osborne and you've got Timothy Harris. William Osborne? Is I it know. the Green Goblin? That's what I thought too. So th- there are other credits for Davis and Osborne. You've got Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. That's like a really <laughs> embarrassing a really one. bad movie. Yeah. Davis also did Puss in Boots, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Timothy and Harris. And How to Train Your Dragon. So Timothy Davis, you've brought, or Timothy Harris, you've brought up before. Yep. Training Places, Brewster's Millions, Kindergarten Cop, Pure Luck, Space Jam. Yeah. That guy can write. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. incredible. William Osborne, uh, also the Green Goblin, also did the Scorpion King. And I never, I've never seen the Scorpion it's King. It's terrible. Okay. It's some of the worst CGI you'll ever see in good, your life. Good to know. Good and to know. a movie called Fat Slags. So, <laughs> do you have any idea what I sacrificed for That's this company? Absolutely incredible. Do you know he's the most letterboxed uh, actor of 2022 and 21? Really? Yeah, William Defoe. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. They give him an award. He's like, what the hell do I do with this? I could just hold on to it, put yeah. it in your room. He's weird excited. looking. He's super weird looking. He should be Joker. The uh, Julius, when he's walking down the street and he sees the poster of Stallone from Rambo. Yeah, and he looks at his arm. So this, yeah. I mean, they they would Easter egg each other all the time because that was like a real rivalry that existed between them. They hated them. each other. I know. They, I think hate's a strong word. Like, I think Stallone hated Schwarzenegger more than Schwarzenegger hated Stallone because, like, Schwarzenegger had that, like, remember when he was messing with Lou Ferrigno? Yeah, or Jesse Ventura. Well, yeah. Well, some people, like, you know how lawyers love to argue? Arnold likes when people come at him. Do you yes, know what I mean? Yes. So he's like, it's in his natural state. I a to- shark swims totally agree. kind of thing. Um, I, you've heard me sing it a couple times now, but when he's singing, Yakadiak, <laughs> don't come back by the coasters. Uh, two live crew recorded their own version for the film. I remember. It yeah, coming, it's mixing. Like, I didn't know that it was two live crew. Yeah, I didn't either. That, that touches a sweet spot for my childhood. Yeah. Oh, man. I used to I used to have uh, the tape. Was that the inappropriate stuff? Super, yeah. I had the super inappropriate. <laughs> I listened to that tape like, this is absolutely incredible. <laughs> it was like, I, how old were you? Dude, it was contraband. Like, yeah. When I would bring that around my friends, I'd be like, listen, I got some two live crew. And we'd put that thing in like a, like a, a Walkman. Yeah. Each grab one ear of the thing and listen to it. It was amazing. Yeah, parental advisory was like based dude, on them, right? Two live crew today, yeah. if, I, if my kids were listening to that, I would have, I'd, I'd go, my wood, and drop to the ground. <laughs> like the language, Max, two live crew makes uh, like Cardi B songs seem like nursery rhymes. No, you know, yeah, it's yeah. It, you have to, I'll have to send you a couple songs to listen to. Okay. All right, continue. What else you got? This is I don't know how they found this fact. Uh two real life twins were reunited with their father. Yeah, they reconciled. After seeing him in a scene in this movie in Santa Fe. Super weird. That is really weird. Super, super weird. Did he abandon his twins? I guess. He's abandoned uh, my child. Yeah, it's a bad bad parent. Yeah. So DeVito would famously pull pranks on Schwarzenegger all the time. I didn't know this. One of them was, you know, Arnie loves his cigars. Yep. Arnold was very committed to scripts. I mean, he would get them, study the hell out of them, be ready to roll. He wanted to know his lines. I think largely that probably had to do with the language barrier piece of it. He yeah. Like a lot of he doesn't want to be embarrassed kind of thing. You got it. Yeah. So DeVito took one of his cigars and put a little of the wacky tobacco inside yeah. of his cigar and Arnold smoked it, not realizing it. And I guess they like got ready to shoot. And it was just, <laughs> was lying. He just sat there with a blank look. It was like, I, I don't remember. <laughs> so apparently to this day, Arnie brings it up. There's some vengeance coming to DeVito. Really? Yeah, but it hasn't happened yet. But really, DeVito seems like the coolest guy. He made pasta, espresso, and Sambuca for other yeah, actors. Yeah, yeah. How do you make Sambuca? I don't know. I guess he got like a bathtub full of gin kind of thing. Like what's going on? <laughs> yes. Probably. Who What's the deal? <laughs> I don't know. Pasta and espresso I can get. Sambuca is just weird. Uh, Arnold didn't lift the car. Speaking of not lifting a car, why don't we not lift a car for a second and take a quick break so we can have some words from our sponsors. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Dolby Real Estate. You can find them at wearedolby.com. There is no better way to celebrate finding your long lost twin than to get a house with him 
and your girlfriend and her girlfriend, who's her sister, and the and, four and kids, the four kids, and, and a partridge and a gingerbread tree. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot. There's a lot going on. And a pear tree. Yeah, whatever. You got to get that house, and to get that house, you need the right real estate agent. And in the markets of either private islands or Los Angeles, you really got to make sure you have the right group. Dolby Real Estate is there to make sure that you either get the most money when you sell your house or pay the least possible when you buy it. Four hundred million in sales in 2021. A thousand homes sold. They are the premier real estate provider in Southeast Michigan. Reach out to Simon and his team today. Tell them that Buzz in the Tower sent you and get into your home or get out of your home. But whatever you do, take out the papers and the trash. Mm, nothing like a good commercial. Delicious. Felt good. Did Max, you did you pick up on the Terminator references in this movie? Oh yeah, the sunglasses and the I'll be back. I mean the one. How could you not pick up? on Yeah, the I'll be back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Arnold gave the whole crew Born to Be Bad t-shirts. Uh, yeah, and that was off of an album, and they made a song for, I think, uh, Bad to the Bone. Yeah. I can't think of the bad. Yeah. And it was in some other movie he did after this, and it's totally escaping me right it's now. It's a great shirt. It is a great shirt. That scene is great. It's like, oh my God, you got stung by bees. So you got him two shirts. You yeah. got him that shirt, and you got him the Gold Gym, Gold's Gym yeah. standard Arnold flair. Yep. Uh, Max, do you have any other facts before we go to characters? This, and... was, this was the second popular 1988 film where a brother teaches another brother to slow dance in a hotel hotel room after recently being reunited rain man yeah yeah very specific we should right? do an episode on rain man definitely definitely, love, rain, man. definitely rain man definitely. oh my god i love rain man it's a great movie I it love is movie. uh it's like the best jerk tom cruise uh, do you even give him jerk on that jerk that learns a lesson he's he's pretty he's, he's kidnapping his brother for money yeah yeah. Right? Yeah. And he's like bribing the, yeah, the people. Sure. Yeah. And he hates his dad. Yeah. I mean, he, I could get mad at people for hating their dads. Come and he on, treats the hotshot girls very poorly. That's true. Yeah. All right. Okay. She's, she's great. Jerk. What happened to her? Whatever. I don't know. I, don't I think know. his biggest jerk role would be Taps. I mean, Magnolia. Taps. Remember when he kills everyone? Yeah. He, does <laughs> murder. a, he murders a bunch of teenagers and he's a bully. <laughs> Les Grossman. Yeah, he's really good. <laughs> That's his best role ever. All right, Max, let's move on to the characters and people who made the movie. Yep. Directed by Ivan Reitman in 1988. So Ivan Reitman is in that short list of made the 80s. So you've got John Hughes, Steven Spielberg, Ivan Reitman, John Landis, and there's others I'm missing, but they're, those are the heavy hitters. Yeah. Uh, Reitman did Meatballs in 79. I'm going to count that as an 80s That's movie because it stink- it's got Bill Murray. It yep. stinks of the 80s. Stripes, <laughs> Stripes in 81, Ghostbusters in 84, Twins in 88, Ghostbusters 2 in 89. Yep. Also, a- shout out Dave. Dave is one of my favorite movies ever. It's oh, 90s. I, I love Gabe. I love Gabe. I love Dave. <laughs> Dave is incredible. It is good. Written, I gave you the guys who wrote it, those three dudes. Yep. Arnold Schwarzenegger plays Julius Benedict. I know we've said this three times now, but I'll give you the full rundown. Conan the Barbarian in 82, Conan the Destroyer in 84, The Terminator in 84, Red Sonja in 85, Commando in 85, Raw Deal in 86, Predator in 87, The Running Man in 87, Red Heat in 88, Twins in 88. That is a catalog, my friend. It's the best decade. He wins. Woo! Woo-hoo-hoo. And DeVito, so DeVito has an interesting 80s. So he's on Taxi for 114 episodes. 78 to 83. Incredible, by the yeah. way. Do you, do you watch Taxi? It's, it's really fun. I didn't watch it religiously. I did on but the Nick Night. But dude, come on. Christopher Lloyd and Danny DeVito on the same show. And what's his name? Yeah. Hey, I'm walking here. Oh, yeah. And, Danza. Right? And, and also, uh, what's his face? If you believe they put a man on the moon. Andy Kaufman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Laka. Thank Laka. you very much. Yeah. Ah, thank you. Yeah, but his movie career, so Romancing the Stone, he's great. Well, Ralph. go before that. You got Terms of Endearment, yep. Romancing the Stone, Johnny Dangerously, The Jewel of the Nile, Ruthless People, Throw Mama from the Train. Say it. Ellen! There it is, yeah. Ellen! <laughs> he's the Grundle King in My Little Pony. 
I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. I left it out because I wanted you to have it. So there you go. I think my second favorite role is Gavin in More of the Roses. More importantly, he was the voice of Whiskers in The Last Action Hero. Do you remember the, the cat? It's 90s, though. I know, but I just, yeah. I, I was like, oh my God, that absolutely <laughs> is Danny DeVito. How could you not think that was Danny DeVito? Because, you know, he has the, such a distinguishable voice. He was amazing as the penguin. Yeah. His career has been great. I challenge you to think of anyone else who had such a great career, so well known, goes like a little bit dormant. You know, like it was not that he wasn't doing anything, but it was a little bit dormant. And then comes out, guns a blazing, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, which has completely reinvented his career to a whole new generation of people that probably didn't know any of the movies that I just listed. So the one I say that gets me thinking, Michael Caine. Okay. Yeah, because Dirty Rotten Scoundrels versus now the yeah, butler, the, the butler Christopher Nolan. Yep, yeah. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. But, but but it's hard. I'm saying it's, it's damn darn near impossible to get I, there. I would even say, though, and it is, as wonderful as you No, was, DeVito's more of a culture icon. I, dude, there's more memes about, yeah. about Frank freaking Drebin, police squad. Why can I not think of his last Reynolds, name? Right? Reynolds. Reynolds. There's more... Frank Reynolds stuff out there. I'm the like, trash man. Him him just coming out of the yeah. freaking couch yeah. naked, yeah. greased up. I yeah. mean, there's so, so I started blasting. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's so good. He's so good. The sultry Kelly Preston. Meow. Who didn't do a whole lot, but the, what Jerry she did. Maguire. Max, come back. Come back for a second. Why? Christine? Yeah. How are you not going to mention? And, and then Space Camp? Yeah. How are you not going to say that before no, you go Tish to- No, Space Camp is one of my favorite all-time characters. Right? Dude, and also, have you seen Holy Man? You Leah Thompson- and Kelly Preston in yeah. the same movie. Yeah. They throw Elizabeth Shue in there. I'm ready. I'm ready to party. <laughs> Have you seen Holy Man? Yes. So she's in that. Yeah, you're right. That's an underrated Eddie Murphy movie. It is. Yeah. <sighs> I really I like Kelly it. Preston. I I don't know why she wasn't bigger. Did John Travolta have her in a cage or something? Oh, God, that's right. I always forgot that they married each other. That's yeah. the one knock on her, right? Yeah. Oh, jeez. I like women, I swear. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe Webb as Lindy. I mean, well. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Linda yeah. Mason. Yeah. She's the she's Danny DeVito's girlfriend. Now, this is another one where she's, she's Nancy from Sid and Nancy. Well, so she's a, gross in that. More importantly, if right. you if you would stretch your 80s memory for a moment. So when I go in the 80s, you're like, get out of it. No, when I go in this one, <laughs> yeah. she played Elaine in Ghostbusters 2. Remember on Bill Murray's talk show when they're like the psychic talk show? Yeah. She's the one who's like so according to my source, the end of the world will be on February 14th, oh, the year yeah. 2016. That's her. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and she's also like Monica that. Gallagher in Shameless. Yes. Yeah. I've never seen a full episode. You'd I, like I it. I hear it's incredible. Yeah. I need to watch it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Trey Wilson is Beetroot. Um, I only bring up Beetroot because you should know him from two things right away. Raising Arizona. Uh, go back. Uh, but yeah, no, that's Raising Arizona is before uh, FX. So yeah, he's the dad. He is Arizona senior, whatever yeah. his name is. He's in FX. A- FX, Lieutenant Murdoch. Had a, had a guy. That's Look cool. You. Look at you killing it. I love it. Oh, no. Were you just saying that because I said it? I said it because okay, you said it. Right, there was a mind. question at the end of mine. I, you know what? Yeah. I'm just, I'm focusing so hard on being nice to you that I'm missing my usual opportunities. <laughs> opportunities. Your turd. Turdities. This is not a mind blower, but this is something that I'm totally editing and I'm going to add to it because I just think it's funny. I already know what you're I know you know what I'm yeah. going to I love, I would bet my life that yep. you know what I'm about to 9, do. 9,000. I am yet. so excited that you know what I'm about to do. Are you going to start it? Hold on, hold on. Max, ask me what movie we're talking about today. What movie we're talking about today? We're talking about Twins Miami. <laughs> Is that is that what you knew? No. I was what? 
What did you think I was gonna do? Start the reactor. No. Yeah. Okay, that also is amazing. David, David, hold on. David Caruso as Al Greco, the guy that works at the at the car uh, the car lot where he's getting all the cow hold, Homa. It's a cow. Yeah. That works at the like car garage where he's getting all the stolen cars from. Yeah. That's the dude from CSI Miami who always does the side the sunglass meme. Yeah, I know, but you've never brought up CSI or David Caruso in the show ever. I just brought it up, Max. He's he's also in first blood oh he's mitch yeah. i'm aware and by the way do you know his name in officer and gentleman he's topper daniels yeah it's a good name not as good as topper harley yeah. <laughs> so i'm gonna do this again uh, you're gonna hear me don't get fooled again <laughs> i'm gonna do it, ah! do it. Yeah. that's my new thing that's my new thing i'm doing all the time during the show i'm Please so don't. excited about it there's nothing to do with the show don't worry we're gonna get to quado soon i can't believe you quado start the reactor <laughs> Quaid. Uh we got my- <laughs> You made Badger Party shirts with I that know, on it. I did. Why do I think you were talking about Miami CSI? I, so for everybody out there, I should get a picture of it and have you uh Give it to me today. I'll post it. So one of my, my best friends had his bachelor party in Cabo and we have this thing in our friend group <laughs> of making t shirts about different events. And I just wanted to do something different. So the front of the shirt says Quado and Cabo. <laughs> and it's got Quado. <laughs> It's so absurd. Does he have like a sombrero on? Yeah, no. I don't think so. I'll have to look. He loved it. He loved it. He thought it was wonderful. Weird friends. Super weird friends. Absolutely. Uh, So we talked about David Caruso. That's the other thing too. Like I'm going to do our new intro of the show. It's going to be like, welcome to Buzz in the Tower, Miami style. (laughs) So a 90s television show will be our theme for an 80s movie podcast. True. It's just so cool. I watched a super cut of him doing it like for an hour. It got me so into it. It's really funny. I said that to me. Hey, Max, Max, what's the name of our show? Buzz in the Tower? You said say it to me. Oh. What? Aren't you doing the Miami style? Am I? We got so confused. I'll cut all this out. Okay. No, I'll give it. It's good. Marvin McIntyre. Is that right? Who are you talking about? Beetroot's assistant. Okay. This is important. I don't he, know this. You you should. Because he was not only Beetroot's assistant, who at the end of the movie, I think he's driving the car and gets shot yep. right after Beetroot and him both get shot at the same time. He also is Duke in Short Circuit. No way. Yeah. So uh, what's the what's the guy from uh, Police Academy's name? Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> not Gutenberg. The bad guy that we're always fighting with. Harris. Captain Harris. Yeah. yeah. Played by G.W. Bailey. Uh, in Short Circuit, his like sniveling right hand guy who holds the umbrella over his head when the storm's coming and yeah. electrifies Johnny Five. That is also Marvin. Marvin. <laughs> It's it's your cousin. You have fun here. I'm having a lot of fun. So he's also uh, Weiss in The Running Man. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's like that's the nerdy one, right? And yeah, yeah. and he's the mortician in Back to the Future Three. Dude, this guy's had a career. Hasn't he had a career? Yeah. Okay, sorry. So I know we've talked about this in another episode, but I'll bring it up again. You've got the Clane brothers. But then you have the Clane cousins. Yes, so when man. they go to that bar yeah. and they're like, yo, we're going to take care of you. We got the Clane cousins. So the Clane cousins are, you said it, Sven and Gus. Yep. Which is incredible. They're big dudes. They make Arnold look small. Yeah. For those that don't remember, Sven is in like every Schwarzenegger yeah. movie, played the security guard on steroids in yeah. The Running Man. And Gus is good old buzzsaw. <laughs> Bully, does that make you laugh, that scene? Because the bar crowd is so chill with like guns and like and and giant violence. jacked guys yeah, and, and like just kicks to the face. And when yeah. Arnold kisses her, everyone's like, woo! 
Every, it's like everything about that yeah. scene makes me laugh. Yeah, it's incredible. It's a great bar scene. I love how in movies like this, there's always some incredible local band playing. Like remember in yeah, o- was, Overboard? Was, yeah, the, the same thing. Jim in Danny to the Rescue. Yeah, like yeah. just great bands. Yeah, like uh, just one of the guys, the band that played at their prom. Uh, I think it was like Oingo Boingo. No, yeah. I'm thinking of Back to School. Back yeah. to School. He gets Oingo Vision Boingo. Quest. It's Madonna. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's lucky then, right? <laughs> <laughs> you trumped all mine. You're like, Vision Quest Madonna. I was like, yeah, well played, well played. Can we talk Quado? You didn't go. I'm, I'm getting the Quado. Okay. Jeez. Quado. So here's the funny thing about what's his human name? Do you let know? Me, let me let me just say something. Okay. Because I think it's funny that you're bringing this up. I'm gonna make a case that Marshall Bell. Yep. Who's who you're talking about? Webster in the movie. Yeah. Webster in the movie Twins has one of the most prolific film careers ever. Are you ready for this? Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, give, I'm gonna give you the rundown. Yep. You know this is gonna be a TikTok. Yep. Here you go, Marshall Bell. Who plays Webster, the bad, bad guy? Psychotic. He's great in this, dude. He's great in this. You've seen my face. Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. He's Coach Schneider. <laughs> he is. <laughs> He's Gordy's dad in the flashback scenes in Stand, Stand By, By Me. Me. Yeah. Yep. When John Cusack is at the dinner table and everything. Such a jerk. He's Bill in Cherry 2000. Yes, he is. He's Chief Elkins, Uma Thurman's dad in Johnny Be Good. I didn't know that. He's Webster in Twins. He's George Quado in Total <laughs> Recall. And he's in Dick Tracy and Starship Troopers. I went a little bit out of the 80s. Yeah, yeah. That's a hell of a career. He rocks. He he's rocks. Got, he's got this unique face to him. He's like a little bit crazy but he's kind of like dad yeah start the reactor hey ask me what kind of reactor what kind of reactor reactor miami <laughs> <laughs> You, I think you got way into this TikTok and it affected your brain. I can't wait until I edit this episode yeah. and I'm throwing <laughs> my own food again into every one of these drops. I'm going to cut my scream out and just drop that. No in one under one. 30 is going to know what's going I'm on. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay. Because this is the new Mo. And the new Mo is nice to Max and doesn't care if people <laughs> understand what he's talking about. Oh, it's good. That's really Did you know good. the American Tale connection to this movie? What? Yeah. Feifel? Yeah. So mit- somewhere out there. So, you make me cry. Talk about Feifel. Go ahead. So the jerky professor guy who gets punched a bunch, Mitchell yes. Travern. Yes. He's played by Nehemiah Persoff. Yes. He's the vo- voice of Papa Mouskowitz. Feifel. Yeah. Feifel. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that wild? That makes me look at him totally different. I know, because he's he's borderline a Nazi like scientist in this movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty bad. He's so mean to Vincent and Jules. Like, why did he have to lie to everybody? Why why I did he have... just met I know he just met uh Vincent and, and he's, he's like, like You're, you're like, trash. Oh, what jail did you roll out of? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's pretty rough. But he's accurate. Yeah, it's, it is very accurate. <laughs> So, speaking of Vincent's life before he met Jules, um, he was really cheating on his girl, like from minute one. How about the fact that he lost his virginity to a nun when he was twelve? Yeah, we're just gonna glaze over that. <laughs> the the mother superior is played by Francis Bay. So when Jules goes to the uh, actual orphanage yeah. and meets that woman. So I don't know if you remember her or not, Max, but she's the lady with the dog in the Karate Kid. The oh cra- yeah, the crazy lady. We with made the TikToks dog. about her. Yep. More importantly. She's the grandma in Happy Gilmore. Is she the something about Mary Girl too, or no? Nope, that's Magna. They that's, look similar. They're totally no. If you looked at them, you would be like they're totally different. I mean, they're both crazy hot. Yeah, but they're yeah, very beautiful women. Uh, no, but in Happy Gilmore, have you? Oh, give, I just give you a, a nice warm cup. Shut, Shut the, the hell, hell up. up. You go to sleep, bro. I'll put you, you just, to sleep. You just pulled lawn duty. <laughs> That movie, when that came out, we used to quote like crazy. Yeah. Now I can barely even do it. I'll eat hay by the bay. I just oh, may. Oh, man. Hey, Max, ask me if I like Happy Gilmore. Do you like Happy Gilmore? Happy Gilmore, Miami. <laughs> you better hope the sound's not like. Why? Because oh. I sound I, uh, I sound like I sound it. like Howard Dean on all these. No, that it's not like, clipping. Is it high. Howard Dean? Yeah, yeah. 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 Did you know the uh, Time Bandits connection to this movie? I did not. So Tony J, the scientist, yes. Werner, 
Yes. He's the voice of the Supreme Being in Time Bandits. And a little uh, Beauty and the Beast connection. He's Monser Diak. Ha! Beauty and the Beast. No, he's evil. I know. Yeah. I just like that song. It sounds like the candle guy. You're the candle guy. I wish. Uh, I'd be the teapot. (laughs) You'd be the candle guy. No. He's more refined than I am. Well, is he though? Yeah. All right. You'd be the beast. I'm for sure. With like a lot of emotional problems. No, you'd be, what's his name? D'Artagnan or, you know, the guy who's a jerk. One of the three amigos, or not three amigos. D'Artagnan is uh, one of the, the three musketeers. The three musketeers. Who's the guy with all He's the muscles? He's the fourth, I think. Who's the muscles? Gaston? Yeah. <laughs> you'd be Gaston. Gast- Gaston's a horrible, horrible human being. But he's beautiful. Why would you say something so mean about someone who loves you so much? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Max, <laughs> anything else to add on actors and actresses? I think we're good. All right. I'd like to talk about the rules of a crisis situation. <laughs> Because I think these are hilarious. I also, have, I've kind of learned this about myself. I really love structured rules within movies. So I love prime directives yeah. from RoboCop. Fourth directive. Yeah. And then in this one, the crisis situation rules. So you're introduced to the first one when Julius gets in a fight with the first Klain brother who's coming after uh, Vincent. And they get into a fight in the hallway and he's trying to protect his brother. And he says, you move too soon. The first rule in a crisis situation, you negotiate first, you attack last. You never negotiated. You don't know what kind of enemy I am. The second rule of the crisis situation is when the Klain brothers are at the bar. We just talked about the scene. They're pulling guns. Everybody's getting kicked in the face. You move too soon. The funny part about this is when he says that, the Klain brothers that got his butt handed to him before is like he's doing that crisis situation <laughs> thing again if you <laughs> you move too soon if you choose to bluff you must be prepared to have your bluff called yeah it's a good it's a good rule and then the third which is the best they're at the end of the movie and webster is about to basically kill vincent and jules with a giant shotgun a very big shotgun it's a powerful weapon <laughs> it really is it really is and vincent is like oh, you forgot about the third rule of the crisis situation and you know jules can't lie so he's very confused by yeah. this he goes the third rule and he goes yeah the third rule and webster goes what's the third rule and the mental connection and they get a little howard the duck yeah and you know what they ask what kind of duck what kind of duck <laughs> Duck Miami. <laughs> so stupid. It's so dumb. This is like a me joke. I know. I can't. I'm not even him. amused. I'm I, very easily amused. Oh, we're going to get sued. We yeah. used it so many times in the show. Do they kill him? Is he dead? I, I mean, I would assume he'd have to yeah. be dead. Watching Danny DeVito watch the, the rope go down and his head's bobbing up and down is really, really Danny funny. DeVito overacts like it's no one's business. Bro, it's your night, bro. Tonight is your night. No, that's not the overreacting. When the end of the movie, when the mom shows up and he's like, like mama ma- mama and he's like his lip i'm like this is i don't even mind i'm i'm bought in, i'm yeah, bought in by yeah, then so yeah. i'm totally fine with yeah. it but it's like absurd it's so absurd this is a little bit of a childish movie you yeah, know what i mean in a good sure. way I like love it. you could show love this it. to nine-year-olds except uh, they'd go through puberty watching kelly preston <laughs> you come in a boy you leave a man aaron why did, did you have a beard before this started <laughs> give me a beer dad give me a beer <laughs> Uh, I think my favorite thing is that they have the similar uh, traits. Like they scratch themselves at the same time. They go to the bathroom the same way. Yeah. Or they uh, move their plates and like smell it the same way. All those little connections, those little like, it just, it it, like tickled my brain in the right way. Yeah. 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 And also it's really sweet. It's just a really emotionally kind of inviting movie because Vincent grows, but I mean, like they learn lessons and they learn about family and they become a family. So it's an incredibly risky move because what, Schwarzenegger basically did is he said there are eight years worth of people that are going to come watch anything that I put out because of Commando because of the Terminator yeah because of Predator and he's right he then said if I make a soft comedy a PG PG 13 comedy 
I bet I can also pull a whole generation of kids that kind of know who I am, but maybe their parents don't let me watch the movie yet, and grandparents and uncles and aunts. He made this cross-platform appealing to everyone movie and just crushed it. It was his first $100 million film, I believe, right? No. Uh, Terminator was $100 million. Are you sure about that? I think so. And uh, Predator made exactly $100 million. Predator made 98.27. So you're technically right. Yeah, you're right. So when you say technically I'm right, that means I'm right, correct? 98.27 is close. Okay, so back to what I was saying. This was his first $100 million film. Yeah. But in fairness to your point, how impressive is that, that when you make an R-rated sci-fi movie like Predator and you yeah. have $97 million, that's crazy. It is. A, I mean, it's the best movie ever. Can't argue that. No, I'm getting tattooed on my back. You are. I think you have mentioned that a couple times, but I'm okay with I'm that. I'm excited. Because I care about you and I want you my to express My Optimus Prime is not healing well. Oh, that's I don't want to hear about that yeah you want to yeah. see it it's optimistic prime, want to smell it you're optimistic oh, god, Jesus, that's it smells like cheese oh god max <laughs> you're so warm foul, cheese foul bro anything else about this movie that you want to mention um i think it's just everyone should watch this movie just day or night just if you're feeling <laughs> bad i don't know if it's four in the morning and you can't sleep just pop on twins it's a great movie the music's really good you too, know, by you the know way. what it's low stakes it is it's a low state there's you're not walking away with like this gut-wrenching feeling of uh oh my gosh this is heartbreaking it's low stakes it's fun it's you know it's interesting i think getting good chemistry with arnold is not easy the best chemistry he's ever had with a woman i think is in true lies with jamie lee curtis i would say the chem- best chemistry in general is tom arnold in true lies <laughs> it's true he's really good with this but i would say best romantic chemistry that he's ever had in a movie yeah Jer- just, it's hard to buy because he's so big he's just like he, he's well just- it's the same with sly sly there's no romantic chemistry with anybody he was married to bridget <laughs> and it still didn't work i'm trying to think how sad is it that the best romantic chemistry that sly has ever had was with talia shar in rocky you can't Wild. win in Rocky One. But like, back this up. Does any action star have good female chem- chemistry with females? Keanu Reeves. Sandra Bullock, right? That's it? But it's one movie, right? Or right, we got to really think about this. Uh, Swayze? Yeah. Not, not when he's in his action. Well. I mean, Roadhouse. Kelly Lynch. Yeah, yeah. he's good with Kelly Lynch. Yeah. It's hard, though, but I'm saying it's, action, it's not easy. It, I, was, I was thinking, what about Bruce Willis? Yeah, I can't think of him, though. Holly, him and Holly aren't great. They hate yeah, each other pretty they do. much. They, yeah. that, that, I understand that. So yeah. maybe that's my thing. Yeah. You're a McLean. I'm a McLean, yeah. for sure. Like, loss of hair, <laughs> scruff on his face, maybe a drinking problem. Who knows? <laughs> during, during COVID. Yeah, right. That's so true. That's I turned your, into John McLean during COVID. It's your fourth McAllen. Going John. on a Zoom, <laughs> talking with my friends. Come out to the coast. Let's spotlight it up. Let's oh, do it. Oh, man. Is it time? It's time. All right. Time for the Buzz and Tower Fan Spotlight. Max, today's Buzz and Tower fan spotlight is Chris Wright. Chris has been a fan of ours since August. He started he listening. Just, he just reached out. He's like, I'm ripping through your podcast. I didn't even ask him how. I was like, dude, that's awesome. And you he should just, ask him how he heard about us. Probably, yeah. probably from Sean. Yeah. Sean gave us a recommendation. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> you, went, you went like 30 minutes without talking about it. I had calmed myself down yeah. or it would ruin the entire episode. But this is a good episode. Sean, reach out to us. Let us know if this won you over. I'm willing to change the whole format. I just need you. Just love me, Sean. Just <laughs> Love me. Next week. Best Sorry. Sean's of the 80s. Sorry. Best yeah, Sean of the dead. <laughs> All right. Back. That's on the 80s. I know. Going back to Chris. Uh, Chris is a huge fan of the show. Reached out to us. We chat with him regularly. Excited to hear what he had to say about one of our favorites, twins. Let's kick it over to Chris from Portland, Oregon. Is he from Portland, Oregon? Hold on. Gresham, Oregon. I guess that's in Oregon, not Portland. There's other places other than Portland. You shut your mouth. <laughs> I know where the goondocks are. Hey, Mo and Max. Thanks for having me on this week for your guest spotlight. It's not a Tuma. It's a twin. That is my terrible Arnold impression. I love this movie. 
it's so improbable that Danny DeVito and Arnold could be twin brothers, and that's why it makes it so funny. One of my favorite scenes from this film is when Arnold is walking through the Hollywood area and he sees the Rambo bulletin board, and then he grabs his bicep and shakes his head. Just another nod to the Stallone-Schwarzenegger ongoing feud in the 80s for action movie supremacy. Anyways, I love this movie and I love your podcast. I really enjoy what you guys do. It's a great podcast for people my age that grew up in the 80s and 90s and watched these movies as kids and now watch them as adults with their kids. Keep up the good work. And thanks for all you guys do. Kill it. Yeah. Nothing like a bad Arnold impersonation. I, we should have had, you know, you know, shame on us. I'm glad we had Chris on. You know who we should have had on the show. Oh, the big Texas dude who does the best Arnold. Tiny. Isn't yeah. his name Tiny? Yeah. Reach out to him. Let's, I go, will. let's get a clip. Yeah. Oh, you know, uh, uh, ask me if we should have him on the show. Should we have him on the show? We should have him on the show. Miami. <laughs> no. If you listen to this on high volume, they're just going to get screeching. Yeah, whatever. We're fine. <laughs> uh, Chris, thanks for popping in and for the wonderful feedback on Twins and for listening to the show. We appreciate it and hope you enjoy your spotlight. Max, that takes us to the conclusion of the show. A reminder to everyone listening, please subscribe or follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever platform you are comfortable using and leave us a review, five stars, and any other warm, fuzzy feelings. You can also follow us on all social media platforms at Buzz in the Tower. Also, if you want to up your game and show us how much you really love us, head on over to patreon.com slash Tower. Become a Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Uh, BuzzInTheTower.com and officially licensed merchandise. What am I forgetting, Max? Anything? No, that's the whole ball wax. That's the whole ball wax. Max, another excellent, and by the way, our first episode with me not being mean to you one time the entire episode. I don't know if I liked it. It felt good. I felt like I felt cleansed. An abused dog who's like being pet for the first time. I dedicate this episode to Sean. I'll get used to him, maybe. And to you, Max. You're my new Two foster people I love. home. Max, what do you have to say to end this episode? Um, You're my twin. Who's a, who'd, who'd, a great ending. Who would we be? No, you did great. Who would we be? Who's more Vincent and who's more Jules? I don't want to answer that because I feel like technically that would make me in a position to have to say something mean about you. No, because, I mean, I'm taller than you. You are. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, Not more DeVito. I'm more sleaze. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of what I was going to say, but more since rules. you said it. Yeah. Uh, how do I? I know how I want to end. What? Take out the papers and the trash or you don't get no spending cash. Miami. <laughs> You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.